Hello, welcome back to Almost Dr. Black Girl Magic. This is Michaela. I am recording this episode. I am so happy to be sharing this episode with you guys. I think you can tell I'm sounding a little bit more bubbly than I normally do. Uh, quarantine is going like okay for me. Um, as you may or may not know, I live by myself. Um, and I have been doing some shopping, but mostly getting an opportunity to like really rejuvenate, sleep more, do all the healthy things more that I love to do, which I'm super excited about. Um, everything has been going really amazing for me. There's been like all kinds of other craziness happening in the world, but I have fortunately been shielded from a lot of it. I've gotten to do some online shopping. I love this website, Shane. If you have not um, checked out, please check it out. It's really awesome. I'm like not getting paid to advertise for them but I um commonly buy a lot of clothes from there Uh, it's a great place to buy like work clothes for as you know I'm in the hospital a lot and sometimes I get to wear scrubs sometimes I don't but if I'm not able to wear scrubs while I'm on the floor um in the hospital then what I can do is wear these nice super comfortable work clothes that I have uh that I get from Shane all the time so check that out they um are like super competitively priced I was able to go on like a shopping spree for less than $500 from them and I could get clothes that would last me like all summer long uh into the spring uh too for like next year and all kinds of stuff there so if you haven't checked out that website um and you're not familiar with Romway check those out too those are both super amazing um I stand by them I have like so many of my clothes especially my work clothes come from that website because their blouses are so cute um and a lot of their skirts are cute too and they're all super super cheap um other than that no new updates for me things in my life are amazing thank you for my faithful listeners Um, I actually, the point of this episode, because you probably are tuning in because like you want to hear about more medical stuff is to talk about what a day in a life, um, in a medical student is who's in her second year. Um, and I was going to split this up into two episodes, but I think it actually might be easier if I just talk about like inpatient and outpatient, um, and what those are like and these are specifically on non-surgical services so um, if you're getting ready to apply to medical school or you're thinking about going to medical school when you're on a service it just means that you're dealing with a particular type of patient so you could be dealing with patients who have a liver problem you could be dealing with patients who have cancer uh, you could be dealing with children who have a specific type of problem and um there can be a surgical service and there can also be a medical service. So on a surgical service, you're seeing the patients who either just had a surgery and you're going to operate um, just had a surgery and you're taking care of them after the surgery or you're seeing a patient who's about to have a surgery you need to work them up for something um, and then they're about to have that surgery and you'll be in with that surgery hopefully as well um, when that surgery goes to happen. Uh, I haven't yet had surgery so I'm going to record an episode after I have my surgical rotation and talk a, mo- a little bit more about my experiences when I um, have those because I don't want to give you false information. But I can talk to you about what it's like on a medical service. So a medical service is just where we do all the medical things. Um, everything that's not surgery is what um, like a medical doctor will do if they're not um, a surgeon. And so what a typical day um, is like... It doesn't really depend on um, the, the specific service I'm on, whether it's on neurology... Um, It's just like a typical day is that I wake up, um, if I'm like doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I wake up around five o'clock in the morning um, and I need to be out of the house by six um, because I need to be at work at the hospital by 6.30. Um, 
I get up, I take a shower, um, I am not a person that really eats breakfast, but I do like grab a protein shake and throw it in my bag, and um, I'm out of the house. Um, if I'm like running late, um, it all depends. And what I wear is depending on who's on call that day, um, and that just means that you will have some teams, of pa- uh, some teams of students and residents and physicians who are admitting for that day and other teams that are not, and um, if my team is admitting, I throw on my scrubs, I throw on my sweatshirt, and I'm out the door in my sparkly gym shoes. Um, If I'm not admitting that day, um, I put on nice clothes. Now, that totally depends on uh, your service and, like, what other people think. Some services allow you to wear scrubs every day. Some don't. While I love my super cute clothes that I can wear, I love to be comfortable in the hospital because my day can be so stressful. So if I'm allowed to wear scrubs, I wear scrubs all the time. Um, Just a note about scrubs. Um... Most hospitals have scrub machines where you get your hospital-issued scrubs from, um, and there's like a scrub credit that you can get attached to a specific number or a card. Um, I get out the maximum number of scrubs I can get, which is three, and I um, will wash them at home. And um, I just bring, I just wear them in from home. I don't like get new scrubs and return them to the scrub machine. That's technically not kosher, but a lot of people do it. Um, you should have your scrubs put back into the scrub bin where it goes for uh, the folks who wash the scrubs at the hospital to go ahead and take care of those for you. Um, because there's like a way that they wash them specially so that you know that they're super clean and starchy and they just feel different when they've been washed at the hospital than they've been washed at home. So you know that they've been washed in a special way. So after I left the house, I don't live that far from where my hospital is. Um, I walk every day to my hospital. Um, So I'll walk into the hospital um, and that's like a 10 minute walk for me. And I usually am like listening to some music. Sometimes I talk to my mom on my way in because it's like a 10, 15 minute walk for me to get to where I'm going. Um, And then by the time I get there, the first thing that I need to do is I need to sit down at my computer wherever um, I'm going to be sitting for the day. It can be the same spot. It can be a different spot, but it's often in my team room and I will sit at that computer. And the things that I need to know are that to the patients that I've particularly been assigned, I need to check to see what happened with them overnight. So... Um, After all the doctors and the medical students leave at the end of the day, the day prior, they sign out to a a specific team. That's the night team. And the night team doesn't initiate any new therapies unless they really have to initiate them. Um, But if they don't, um, they just take care of my patients overnight and handle any big problems that my patient might have overnight. And so hopefully my patient didn't have any problems. Hopefully my patients uh, like all didn't have any particular issues. So what I'll do is I look at my patients and I look at the notes in their chart to look for overnight events. Um, and then I check in with either the sign out team or the intern who is in charge of those patients as well, because you'll share a patient, you'll share all your patients with either an intern, with an intern or a resident. And usually it's the interns who are taking care of the patient and then there's a resident over them on a medical service who's kind of just making sure everything is okay and the interns are doctors too they're just usually first years and then the resident is like a second or third year um in their residency training. So after I check in with whomever I need to check in with to make sure that the patient didn't have any overnight events or anything I'm gonna go talk to the nurse. Now, if I get there early enough, the nurse who talked to the nurse who I'm talking to is the nurse who took care of the patient overnight. So what you want to do is you want to become super familiar with the nursing schedule at your hospital. I'm sure it's different everywhere. And I only um, have ever worked at Michigan, even when I was an undergrad. Um, I did not work at a different hospital. 
So um, I will check in with the nurse overnight and I'll say, you know, what happened? And not every um, medical student does this, not every resident does it, but I think it's a good practice so that you have a united front with the nurses that you're going to be working with throughout the day. And so you can have a really good relationship with your patient and their the rest of their care team. And it gets you extra points when you are... Um, like getting evaluations and it's also just like making sure that there's good continuity of care the nurses are often the people who spend the most time with the patient so they know the patient the best and what is going on with them and if there's been anything weird happen with them or if they have any special needs that need to be brought up you um should talk to the nurse so i talked to the nurse and um I will get any information that they need. I'll ask, you know, did anything happen overnight? How's this patient doing? Um, anything that they need, anything they mentioned to you overnight? The nurse usually says no, or they'll tell me about anything that happened overnight, or I'll ask the nurse any other important questions. So if I'm concerned about the patient's kidneys, I might ask about like, how much fluid did they take in overnight? And how many times did they go to the bathroom overnight? Um, and they'll usually tell me those if they're not already uploaded in the chart. And if they're not uploaded in the chart, I'll just talk to the nurse about it in person and write them down on my own form. The next thing I'll do is I'll go see the patient. Um, this usually involves me waking the patient up. And so I wake the patient up in like the nicest way possible. I try to not wake patients up before seven o'clock in the morning, but if I need to complete my rounds before then, so I can actually take care of my other patients for the day or take care of that specific patient for the day, I'll go ahead and wake them up. So I wake up my patient, I ask them how they're doing and I, uh, will say, you know, do you have any physical, do you have any concerns for the day? Do you have any questions that I can answer for you right now? And then I'll ask more targeted questions. And those targeted questions are all dependent on what the patient is in the hospital for. If the patient's in the hospital for a kidney concern, I'll ask them about any trouble going to the bathroom, anything they've noticed while they're going into the bathroom. Um, if they're in the hospital for a cancer-related concern and they have pain, I'll ask them how their pain's going. Um, I'll ask them if they need anything. And uh, then I'll do a physical exam. It never hurts to listen to a patient's heart and lungs, um, so I always do that on all my patients. And then the rest of the exam that I'm going to do is going to be completely dependent on what else is going on with the patient. If they have a brain concern, I'm going to do a really good neurological exam. Um, I can make a video on what you do in a neuro. I can make a video or a podcast um, on what you do during a neurological exam, but you can always just look that up. I'll do a really good neuro exam on my patient. Um, if they have like an abdominal concern or a belly concern, what I'll do is I'll do a really good abdominal exam I'll look at their belly I'll tap on it to see if there's extra fluid I'll press on it to see if they're having any abdominal pain um, if the patient recently um, had an IV put in, I'll look at their IV sites to make sure everything's going well. If they're getting medication through a specific port in them, I'll look at the port to make sure that everything's fine with that, that it's not infected. And then at the end of the exam, I ask them again if they have any other questions. Now, you might say, why are you asking them twice if they have any other questions? Being in the hospital is very overwhelming for a lot of people. And so asking people two times if they have any other questions is really important important. And um, I'll also ask them if they need anything. And so what that can be is, would you like some water? And I'll check in with their nurse to make sure that the nurse is counting that glass of water. Or do you need some extra pain medication? Or how are you sleeping? Do you need some sleeping medications? And those things that they're mentioning can come up on rounds so that I can get further input from people. So after I've seen all my patients and I've done what we call pre-rounding, which is what I just talked about, the next thing I'll do is I'll go back to my team room. 
in my team room, um, I usually have about 30 to 45 minutes left before we actually start rounding as a whole team. And I'll get into what that means. And what I do during that time is I start writing the note, the progress note for the day. And then um, I start putting in orders for things that I think need to happen for the patient. So if they want a specific type of medication, I'll put in orders. And, if, and then I work on their note as much as possible because that helps me get prepared for my presentation. If my note is complete, then I know exactly what I want to do. So after that, um, I will hopefully, before I write my note and before I put in my orders, I've been able to talk to my um, intern or my resident to run by what the plan for the day is and talk about what I saw. Um, and then that person will help me shore up my plan for the day uh, and plan for any other therapies that need to happen for the day. And we'll have a really solid plan. They, um, since you're a medical student, you often, I think that you really can't sign your own orders. So, um, I will have my orders co-signed by my intern and then, or my resident can go ahead and co-sign them as well. And then what I can do is, um, I go ahead and I will print out, um, the note, the progress note that I wrote and the progress note that I wrote will contain any overnight events, what I saw this morning and any complaints or anything that the patient brought up this morning when I was talking to them in, um, the subjective and objective parts. In the assessment, I will reiterate anything that's going on, any new findings. And then the plan is just new stuff that we're going to do or anything that we're going to continue doing in my note. I print those off and I have those handy, um, where I can begin to talk to, um, the rest of the team. By the time it's then, it's usually about eight o'clock and depending on what service you're on, rounds can start at eight. They can sometimes start later as well. So for me, rounds often started at eight o'clock in the morning, which means you wanted a good amount of time. Um, around like 6.30, you want to be able to get there at like 6.30 so that you have about an hour and a half to prepare for everything that you have to do. And it's not just pre-rounding and actually looking at the patients. It's all the stuff that you want to get done before. Um, so... Um, your, the rest of your day is super simple. So what I'll do then is um, I have all my stuff printed out. My attending physician or the supervising doctor comes in and they're talking to all of us. And we go around either to the bedside of the patient or we'll sit at a table and we'll talk about each patient. And I'll explain what's going on. I'll explain any new findings from any laboratory values that we have. I'll talk about anything else that we need to do for that patient today. And then... Um, They'll uh, let me know their thoughts on anything, and then we'll go see the patient. Um, we'll explain to the patient what's going on again, um, any new things that they need to know about, what the, what other plans that they, we have for them, and then we'll answer any questions that they have for them. And that's the first, that's the only time that the physician usually sees the patient throughout the day. After we've rounded on all of our patients, that can take up to like three or four hours, depending on the service. That can also be like an hour. Um, and in some services, all you do is round. Um, so I we round on all the patients. And then when we get back, if we talked about any consults that need to be ordered, we'll order the consult. And hopefully that actually happens on rounds because it takes a long time for consult teams to see all of the patients. So pro tip, if you're about to go to the wards or you're just curious or, you know, you end up in the hospital and you have some questions and you want to tell the team to do something, uh, placing the consult during rounds is actually a super good idea. And then the team can actually talk to you while you're on rounds and then they can see the patient faster. The next thing I'll do is I'll put in any orders that we talked about so that the patient can get anything that they need throughout the day. And then I'll finish up their note 
um, for the day. And then um, after I finish up notes for everybody, then I'll do sign out. So sign out is really just explaining to the night team anything that's going on with the patient, anything to look out for uh, that might come back or any labs or anything that might come back for come back for the patient that they need to know about or any studies uh, like lab studies or imaging that the patient's going to go for um, that they need to know about that the patient will go for. After I've got all that done, um, it, you, that's usually like two o'clock in the afternoon if everything goes well. Um, and then if everything's going well and I don't have too many patients that I'm taking care of, I will admit another patient if our team is also admitting. If my team's admitting and I'm going to admit another patient, that means I go down to the ER, um, I ask a bunch of questions, I get the full history for the patient, I work them up appropriately, I talk about any orders that I think they might need, I do any exam maneuvers that they might need, and then I go and I present the patient back to my intern who comes back and they see the patient and they do a more abbreviated exam. Depending on your service, you're also going to ask code status, which are things like do not attempt resuscitation or full codes and do everything you can for me for the patient. You'll discuss those. You'll med rec the patient. That means that you gather all of the medications that the patient's taking and make, and find out when the last time they took them was. And then you're also going to find out any other concerns for the patient. Um, after I've admitted another patient, if I'm going to do that for the day, I usually make my own personal rounds and go check on all my patients. So I make sure that any therapies that we initiated for the patient during the day, I make sure that they got them. I ask them, did you get them? If they say no, I go and talk to their nurse for the day. Sometimes patients can be confused. Um, you can also just check the system to see when it was administered. Most of your, um, most of your little things will say, um, that you are that the patient has um, gotten in their medical gotten their medical therapy or gone to do the thing that you wanted them to do and you can review any labs that you might have gotten or any imaging that you might have gotten and initiate further therapies if you need to um, so I make sure that they got what they needed and then I also kind of just sit with them and I do like a social visit with the patient um, the nice thing about being a medical student is that you don't have as many demands on your time as other people do so like your intern and your resident are often far busier than you are and they have other their demands on their time. I don't have those same demands on my time. So I go and I make sure I do a very thorough exam on the patient to make sure everything is taken care of. I make sure that um, the patient has everything that they need. And I make sure that the patient um, is like doing well socially. Um, because if they're not, there are tons of resources that I can offer to them. Or I can kind of just sit and hang out with them for a little while and make sure that they're able to do better. Uh, again, like I mentioned, being in the hospital can be very stressful. People can get very lonely in the hospital. And so making sure that you're there for him and that for them and that they're uh, commonly seeing a familiar face is really really nice for the patient um, any procedures that you might do on the floor that don't need to be done in an operating room um, I might go with my intern or my resident to do those during the day um, or I can yeah I might go with them to do them or I might do them myself under the supervision of my resident um, or my intern depending on what the procedure is depending on if I've done it before um, and then I'm pretty much done for the day um, my sign out's been done before I leave for the day I update it to make sure everything's going well I make sure that all my patients are well taken care of um, if there's anything that anybody else needs done on any of their other patients I try to help out with that um, but usually if I'm not admitting that day um, 
I head out from the hospital between three and four o'clock. If I am admitting, I might head out as late as six o'clock, but it's usually not after six o'clock. But that'll all depend on your service that you're on and what your team thinks. Um, I have fortunately had good residents who uh, don't keep people late, um, but some people have had residents that keep them very, very late and that they have to stay until seven and eight o'clock. So um, what I will do after that is... Um, I um I take care of anything else I need to do for my patients. I make a little list on my own that I'm just like checking off throughout the day, making sure everything gets done. And then um, I head out. Um, if you are on a sub-I or a sub-internship, you have to sign out your pager to somebody. Um, I don't have to sign out my pager as a medical student, but I commonly do have to tell somebody I'm leaving for the day. Um, but fortunately, I have access to our paging system and anything that I really need to do at home. So I don't, uh, if something does come up and I get paged, or called about it, I call the correct people um, and tell them to do something about it or tell them that I've gone for the day and they'll take care of it the next morning. Um, so that's pretty much what it looks like for me when I'm on an, out, an inpatient service. Um, when I get home, um, I change my clothes immediately because I don't want to smell like hospital. Um, and I will take a shower. I'll put on some other clothes if I'm going to stay in for the night. Um, what that means, I'll usually put on my pajamas and I will make dinner for myself and I'll uh, do some reading about either my patients or um, about a topic that I need to learn for my shelf exam that I take at the end of clerkships. Um, which it's just like a final exam on everything that we're supposed to have learned and there's like lots of different books to prepare for each clerkship. I will read and I'll do some questions um, either through question books or through an app called UWorld um, that you will get access to through purchase um, when you go to medical school and you start your clerkships. Um, so that's what a typical day of inpatient looks like for me. Um, certain days we have seminars that we go to, certain days we don't. Um, if we don't have seminars um, that day, then what it means is that I usually will... Um, if I don't have a seminar that day, I'll um, usually get like a teaching session from a resident or something, which will be very nice. Um, the other thing is that like if I am going out for the night, um, I usually uh, try to study every single night, but sometimes I can't stay in my apartment one minute longer. So I put on uh, something other than my hospital clothes and I go out and I drink tea um, and study from a cafe um, or something like that. Um, I try to get to bed so that I can have about six or seven hours of sleep at um, but inpatient is not as hard, um, to get enough sleep on, um, because you get home at a reasonable time, or at least I have been blessed to have that experience. Um, so that's an inpatient day. Um, and you work usually about six days a week, or, or at least you do at my hospital. I don't know for other hospitals if they have different restrictions, but we get one day off a week um, at my uh, medical school, and um, it's a non-call day. So I can take whatever day I want off. It's usually a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, me, since like, I like to go to church, I like to have my day off be Sunday. Um, but if I can, I'll take the day off on Saturday, and I'll go to church with my family in the evening um, on Saturday at a church that we go to that has uh, Saturday evening services, and then I will go to work the next day on my days off it all depends I usually sleep late um, and I don't study that day at all um, because I try to get my studying done throughout the other days that I have to work and I try to like go somewhere fun like I'll go out to dinner uh, with my family um, or I'll like have a date um, if I'm seeing somebody that I like at the time um, when I was in a relationship I would go that would be like our date day as I would tell my boyfriend um, when my day off was and we would go out on that day 
Um, so that's inpatient, like I talked about. Um, outpatient is much different. Um, outpatient, you uh, know what clinic you're going to be at, and that can either be a different clinic every day. That can be um, the same clinic with the same person. It's it's any variety. And it's all going to depend on how your med school does stuff. Um, so I can only speak to how my medical school does things, but, um, and it's all like dependent on which rotation you're on too, but I usually know ahead of time, like where I'm going to be. I always know ahead of time where I'm going to be. Um, and then there's scheduled patients who are coming in for something. So what I do the night before on those patients is I just kind of quickly read about why they're coming in and there's never, ever, ever going to be too many patients who are coming in for you to like get an idea about what they're coming in for. You don't necessarily have to start notes, but if you have time. Um, I start a template note so that I can, um, I start like a note template that I can fill in um, as I'm talking to the patient. And that can also help me track along um, because that note's also going to be made available. It's the same note that I've been editing on the computer that I have in the room with the patient that I'm going to be tracking along, remembering to ask some particular questions. And then I'm also going to be remembering to do particular exam maneuvers. Um, so I read up about all my patients. I just do like a quick thing where I read about what's going on with them, what they're coming in for, what their past medical history is, and if there's anything particular that I need to know about. About that patient um, and I just get a quick idea about what everybody's coming in for the night before I go in to see them and as long as I know uh, pretty much like why they're coming in I'm able to think about like what other kinds of medical conditions this could be what I want to do for them how I want to work them up any studies that I think I need to order for them um, then I can take care of it the next day pretty quickly um, so I read about all of them and then I go in. Outpatient clinics start much later. They usually start about like eight or nine o'clock in the morning. It's just going to depend on your clinic. So I'll go in. I will start clinic. Um, I'll see usually uh, quite a few of the patients that the attending has on their schedule. And it's really just you and the attending. So I go in. I say hello. I tell them I write up about the patients for the day. I'm ready to see whoever you want me to see. Let me know the order that you want to go in. If there's anybody that you don't think I'd be a good patient for let me know and I'll just finish their note for them, whatever they want to do. Um, and so I'll see that patient. Um, I'll come, I'll see any of the patients that they have for me. I usually know why they come in. I do the exam. I do the history, which is just me asking the questions and usually do history, then exam. And then I'll go back and I present to um, my attending. I just tell them what's going on. Some people are more casual than others. Um, I've had attendings who I just say that they know the patient super well. So I say, this is what's going on. Here's what I want to do. What are your thoughts? And I try to explain why I want to do what I want to do. Commonly, they agree with me and if you do read up about your patients the night before and you get an idea of what's going on you they your attending is going to agree with you um and I tell them what I want to do and then I tell them when I want to see them back and they um, either agree or we come up with a different plan together. The attending will go back with me if they think my exam was really good then um they won't repeat the exam if they don't trust me or they're just like they like to do all their exams then you are going to have the attending repeat the exam um attendings commonly don't repeat exams that medical students do so it's really important that you do a really good exam um because that may be the only exam the patient gets in clinic that day and that's super important for their note um and also for their like health care that they get a good exam from you and that if there's nothing wrong that you know nothing's wrong or if there's something wrong that you point out the findings so that another person 
person who has some more training can go in and talk more about that with the patient and do some investigation themselves. So I will present and then we do all the notes. I finish up my notes usually in between patients. If I can't finish them in between patients, then I do them at the end of the day when I go home. Um, if I've gotten my template up and ready to go, that's commonly um, like a super easy uh, thing to finish and I don't have to take very much time at all finishing my notes, which is why I look at patients the night before and prepare my notes the night before. Um, and that's pretty much the day. I see all the patients and then I go home. Um, there's no teaching sessions that you really have to worry about. It's like a typical eight to five schedule because that's when clinics are commonly open and then you get sent home for the day. Um, on outpatient, I don't wear scrubs. I wear my nice clothes, um, which I love outpatient because I get to wear my, my cute blouses. Um, I'll wear my nice clothes out and then I come home and I still take off all my clothes and I change my clothes at the end of the day. Um, I take a shower because like, I don't want to be dirty and I commonly will like I'm more apt to go out um, at the end of the day after outpatient clinic um, because it's just been less of a long day so I may go out and like I'll study at a bar one night I'll have like a glass of wine while I'm reading about something and preparing for patients the next day but things kind of are like work-life integration um, so I'll integrate my personal life and my work life um, if I'm going on a date I try not to date during the week but when I do it's usually like one day a week I get to go on a date and the other days of the week I am um, at home studying or drinking coffee and studying just whatever uh, works for me um, and then that's pretty much outpatient outpatient you still do exams but there's no imaging that you need to look at right away um, it's pretty chill um, I personally do not see myself in a career where I do tons of outpatient medicine without specific in-clinic interventions so um that's something to think about if you like more of like the feeling of like control where you're in the hospital, which I really, really like. Um, you may want to think about something that's more inpatient like surgery um, or obstetrics and gynecology. Um, but if you're like, ah, I like it when I can see the patient several times because there's not a lot of continuity in the hospital. There's almost no continuity in the hospital if you do your job right and if you're working with appropriate people. Um you will uh, not ever see that person again. And I actually did see one person one time again, and it was actually really weird because I took care of her in the hospital. And I was like, what are you doing here? Why am I running into you? Um, so that's something to think about. Other than that, that's pretty much what the what my life is like if I'm on an outpatient service um, or if I'm on inpatient non-surgical. Um, as I... Um, continue on my rotations I will um, upload more podcasts about what a day in life on a particular service is like um, and that'll all depend on what's going on um, the stuff I have left to do are obstetrics and gynecology pediatrics and surgery so my next rotation is obstetrics and gynecology I will tell you what a day in life on labor and delivery is like once I know and I'll talk about surgery too so those are some upcoming podcasts you can look forward to if you're interested in more of like the medical reasons of of why I am here being almost Dr. Black Girl Magic and I'm almost I'm halfway done so yay me I really I graduate in two years from now so that's super exciting and they're gonna fly by I can just feel it because the first two years flew by it feels like just yesterday I got into medical school um, that's really all I have to say um, please like please subscribe please share any thoughts with me um, that you're interested in me or any topics that you want me to talk about I have been reading a lot lately Lately. So I think I'm going the next podcast I'm going to write about is putting together a book list for healing. Um, 
like putting together your feminist book list um, because I have so many books that I've been reading. If you follow me at Mamma Mia 08 on Instagram, um, you can see the books that I've been reading. So go ahead and follow me there if you're interested. And um, I will post again next week. I hope you guys have a beautiful week. Um, while I'm recording this podcast on Tuesday, the day before I usually release my podcast, um, I have OB clinic tomorrow, which is amazing. So I'm going to my OB clinic. Uh, things are great there. I um, met a federally qualified health center for um, a month right now which has been awesome and I've been seeing some awesome patients so I will talk more about um, your feminist book list next week and then in coming episodes if you have something that you really want me to talk about or a life thing you really want me to talk about like preparation for medical school I will uh, happily upload a podcast about anything that I can um, I hope y'all have a wonderful rest of your week hit me up if you have questions or concerns Bye bye